kingdom of the planet of the apes has arrived in IMAX. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Poppin' Congregation. It's your girl, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess. We're back with another installment of Scam Goddess, the podcast all about robbery, fraud, and comedy. Sometimes we like the scammers, sometimes we hate them. Y'all, leave me five stars on Apple Podcasts. Okay, that can be your activism for today. Help a Black woman. Yay! Guys, you already know. Let's go ahead and continue our parasocial relationship, which we are going to talk about today. It's There's going to be mess. I'm very excited. We have a friend on the podcast today, so you already know it's going to be messy. You know how the friend episodes go. Today, we have an amazing comedian, writer, and engineer. Come on. Come on, different. <laughs> on the show, please check out her comedy, culture, and politics podcast called City Council. And she's bright as hell and funny as fuck. So check it out because it's lit. Congregation, please welcome Pallavi. Ganalan. Hey. Hi, Bobby. How are you? I'm good. How are you? You look so good. Oh, thank you. I wish this I was, was like... visual so that people could see how good you look. Like, you got on the, the uh, jewel tones, giving us a little emerald moment. Okay. These, this is like my, my self-tape shirt. I have two. <laughs> <laughs> They're both jewel tones. I don't know fashion. You only have two self-tape shirts. You got to get more self-tape okay, shirts. Okay, I got some from Target, but they're not like the poppin' ones. You know, I got a rotation of them, but these were like the OGs. You know what Listen, I mean? Listen, <laughs> I love a, um, what's the Target brand? Moreno? No, that's not it. Mo- Massimo? No. It's- Ma- Massimo? <laughs> <What's-> <laughs> You're like, FUBU? What is it? <laughs> now, Massimo was at Target, but it's another. Yeah, yeah, it might yeah. be Massimo. But I, I love a, a Target moment. Every time I go in there, I spend $3,000. I'm like, I came for toothpaste. That's how a do, scam. How do you we should end talk up about here? Target, man. Those little sections right before you leave. Ooh. It's so brightly lit, and they put everything just where you need it to be. There's something about the color red just makes me want to buy mm. shit. <laughs> It does. They they really hit the mark with the target. That's why they yeah, call it target. They did it. Yeah, they, they they ate it up. Scam goddess brought to you by Target. <laughs> brought to you by Target. Sponsor me. Stop playing. I love your facilities. Okay. I love your leggings. Listen, Walmart sponsored me too. I love getting a fist fight at a store. <laughs> hit me up. But okay, so probably we always ask on this podcast, 
What is your relationship to scams? It could be anything. Have you been scammed? Do you love them? Do you hate them? It can be general. It can be very specific. Whatever you got. Have you run a scam? I have a complicated relationship with scams, okay? Okay. Because interpersonally, I will immediately fall for one. Like, I I am a mark. If the girl's got the new MLM, you like, okay, what's the leggings? I'm like, how many I gotta buy? (laughs) No, it's if you come up and you to me and you're like, oh my God, I need $20 for this thing. And you build me an elaborate story. That's a creative art, okay? That's an entertainment factor. I'm paying you to take me out of my own life, all right? And also, I don't know that you're lying. I'm bad at knowing that you're lying. And that's a job. That's a job. Because people do it all day and all night. And also, like, I don't think that that's bad if you give money to people who are, like, hand-to-hand gripping. Yeah, I think that's fine. They need it. Sometimes it's your safety. Yeah. There was a lady who would do that scam on the street in my college. And I gave her money. And I think I've talked about this on the podcast before. So I'm not going to go into the story. But she had like an elaborate story about her mama having a heart attack and got to get her daughter. She need gas. Da, da, da. But yeah. I found out after I went to the ATM because I didn't have cash. And I went to the ATM with her and got her like $20. I was a broke college student. And... I found out that people who would call her a scammer, or if they said no, sometimes she would hit them with her oh purse <laughs> that had a brick in it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, so listen, you might have protected yourself from a brick in the head. Unknowingly <laughs> on my own secret service by just being an idiot. <laughs> no. So wait, do you remember any people who came up to you? Yeah, th- there was definitely, when I was in grad school, there was like a woman who like had her baby in the back and she's like, I need money for this thing. I'll pay you back, blah, blah, blah. Never paid me back, never whatever. And it's like, I don't, at that point, she needs it. Good for her. Get your grift on. But if it's like a big corporate or like cultish like scam, I'm going to be in there. I'm going to be questioning authority. Okay. There's a reason that I would go to sleep. I grew up in Utah. I would go to sleepovers. They would make me go to Mormon church the next morning. And those youth pastors hated me because I asked too many questions. Okay. I'm the only one they never tried to convert. So Joseph Smith (laughs) did what? And he was like, like, don't, don't ask no questions. I was like, explain the celestial kingdoms to me again, because this shit isn't making sense to me logically. So I'm sealed to this man. And if I get remarried, I'm not sealed to him. Yeah, no, I have a lot of friends who are Mormon. I I didn't grow up in Utah, but I grew up in Frisco, Texas, and there's a lot of Mormons there. And I have some Mm. wonderful Mormon friends who I love dearly, who, you know, everybody... Religion can always be a scam. So I'm yeah. not shading you if you follow Joseph Smith and whatever the fuck he was doing and had going on. But it's funny that you said that it happened when you were in grad school. Because now I'm starting to think, like, are these hand-to-hand people, like, on college campuses? Because they're oh, like, 100%. these are the newly righteous, like, overeducated, yeah. the world. Because I remember when I first came home from college, I was at Thanksgiving giving my family that work. I was yeah. like... This is why you are all dumb. <laughs> this house was built on lies. <laughs> what are we doing with our money? <laughs> and I remember like when I realized that, like, look, get a, get a higher education if it's going to work out for you. Not even higher. Like, get the education that works for your life. If mm-hmm. going to vocational school works for your life, like, get it. If, you know, like, or if no school at all works for your life, don't do it. It's a scam. But I remember... All this like 
information that we were getting and all this, like, you know, most people who go to college end up being very liberal. But I remember my parents, it was an election season and I came home and they had, oh my God, who was it? It was like this billionaire that they had, like their, his sign in the lawn, but he was a Democrat. Oh no. And I was like, take this shit out of here. Like, we're not voting. And they were like, Lacey, this is how the world works. We got to vote for the lesser of the two evils. And we're not voting for no idealistic ass Bernie Sanders. We're not voting for Elizabeth Warren. She ain't going to win either. We trying to vote for the person who's least likely to kill us. And they ended up being right. And it was Joe Biden. Oh, my God. <laughs> my parents are like that. And so I was like, you know, there's wisdom and there's information and you need the combo of the two. And I was just yeah, yeah. living on vibes. I always live on vibes. I'm always like, we'll we'll figure it out. I don't know, but this isn't the answer. And my parents are like, I'm tired and I'm watching the news. Leave me alone. <laughs> They're like, we've been alive so much longer than you and we've seen the cycles. We know how we much know. we can get. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. But like, yeah, I am also very wary of corporations. Everybody knows on this podcast, I'll say it again if you're new to the podcast, if any corporation asks you to donate to a charity, no. don't fucking donate, bitch. Donate on your own. Like, be like, no, I'm not giving to the Red Nose, CBS. Yeah. But then go on your own, or Walgreens, go on your own and donate to these places and write it off on your taxes yourself because what they're going to do is take your coin and write your shit off. <laughs> like, yeah. That's the other thing is that I'm not good at lying to, like, friends and family and, like, I'm terrible. I just start sweating. It gets bad. <laughs> but, like... Bobby, why are you wet? <laughs> you got the wets, Bolivie. Immediately wet. Are you lying to me? This is why I don't need a man. I get the wets myself. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I can kind of like, I can like hide that a coupon's expired or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not good at it because I don't practice enough in my daily life. But I could try to slip it in there. How you are know? you going to practice like this coupon is expired? Okay. When I walk in, I'm like, oh, <laughs> Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> I, oh, me, oh, my. I'm British. <laughs> I thought the dates were backwards. What do you mean? Listen, if you, if you can pretend to be British, you can pretend to lie, because that's inherent. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it is. And uh, low-key, what? Those are like, that's our Uncle Daddy in America. <laughs> the Brits. Uncle Daddy. Yep. And they know about I mean, Uncle Daddy because Queen Elizabeth was married to her cousin. So they know, <laughs> they know about Uncle Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but I, I love that. I honestly think, like, your relationship with scams is dope because, like, okay, yeah, if it's hand-to-hand, they are doing work. It's just, like, all the people on the subways doing Showtime. Look, yeah. that's just pole dancing without getting naked. That's acting without being on a TV. That's they, our field. <laughs> exactly. I think that's why I relate to them as well. I'm like, you're just acting. All acting is is just lying. <laughs> Every time you flip open an iCarly script, you're like, what's the grift today, producer? <laughs> Literally. Literally. Shout out to Ali Shouten because she knows I'm a criminal and, and literally <laughs> wrote a a joke in an episode like season two i think about scams and low-key my (laughs) podcast called the scam empress so we love it here but let's take a quick break for some non-scam advertisements we'll be right back with what's hot and fraud scams do you have an unemployed roommate at home you know who i'm talking about children 
Yes, Whitney said they are our future. And don't you want to invest in theirs? I know you want to set your children up for success. Maybe you want to save a little coin on private tutoring because we know that inflation is high and these wages are not getting higher. Okay, which is why I love IXL Learning. IXL Learning, it's an online program for kids covering math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way. No more grading those worksheets. IXL grades everything itself. No more trying to scam your kids as you try to figure out their math equations and their homework. And you know you haven't seen a trapezoid in about 20 years, right? So let IXL help you out. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning and get IXL now. And Scam Goddess listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com goddess. Visit IXL.com goddess to get the most effective learning program out there for the best price. Finding the perfect t-shirt has always had me like Goldilocks, trying on shirts. This one's too hard. This one's too soft. And it fell apart because y'all know I got it from a cheap website. And this t-shirt from Skims is just right. From fit to quality, it is one of my, like, these are my favorite t-shirts. I have three different ones. Y'all know I love me an Onyx because I'm going to be wearing black all the time. Um, They have a cotton long sleeve jersey tee that I really like too because the material is so soft. But when I put it in the washer, she don't have a whole transformation or makeover. It's not move that bus when I take it out. She looks the way that she looked when I put her in. And we know we cannot say that for all t-shirts, okay? So you can have staple t-shirts that you can mix and match and wear up or down. Maybe we're going to a fancy night out. Maybe we're going on a date. Maybe we're lounging around the house. I love these shirts so much because I can do so many different things with them. It's like, I'm telling y'all, Skims, they doing it right over there. I got on the underwear right now. I can't give it up. I think they got me, y'all. I'm not even playing. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select Scam Goddess in the survey and select my show in the drop-down menu that follows. And we are back. And it's time for What's Hot and Fraud. This is where we warn our listeners about popping scams and the zeitgeist. And more often than not, we get a letter from you guys. As always, snitch on your friends and family at scamgoddesspod at gmail.com. Just make sure the scam is retired so we don't what? Yes. Fuck up your bag. Amen. <laughs> um, this is a special treat because what's hot and fraud today is me. <laughs> Scam goddess herself? Yes. <gasps> and... I am going to read a letter. It is still a letter. This is a scam that at this moment is currently ongoing. When it is not ongoing, I'm going to post a video so that you know that it's no longer ongoing. This will make sense in a second. But I want to shout out Tasha, Tasha Lakes. There's actually a few people I'm going to shout out with this, but Tasha sent me a very detailed email and did the work of the congregation in such a beautiful way. Elon Musk, as you all know, has officially purchased Twitter. And the less than 24 hours after he made this purchase, someone took over my personal account <gasps> that is verified and has been running scams for today. It's it started on Friday. It's uh, Tuesday today. So we're looking at 
what, four days? It's definitely going to be five because it doesn't look like I'm going to get it. Oh, recovered. my God. Oh, my I God. Did you go to the page? seeing the post. I saw the post and I was like, why is Lacey selling MacBooks? Apparently, I'm selling autographed MacBooks for $600. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, okay, side hustle. <laughs> I didn't even question if it was you. And like, they didn't change my handle. My handle is Scam Goddess. I don't know why they thought that I would be a good target for this. But there's been a lot of Brazilian bots since I started iCarly trying to hack me because I guess people in Brazil are super racist. I'm just going to put that out there. Y'all, it was really awful to me. So Tasha says, one, she, she numbered this. Thank you, Tasha. The person who hacked your account is either a black woman or is really good at imitating your voice via text. That bitch called me sis, LOL. (laughs) Two, the address I gave her doesn't belong to me or anyone I know. I hope that family is okay, though. Now, Tasha, you could have used somebody else's address. (laughs) (laughs) She used someone else's company address. You didn't have to use, like, a real family. She could have made up a fake one. Like, it's so easy to make up a fake address. I think, like, but I think sometimes if you make up a fake address, it might be real somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, three. So, this scammer made up a fake Venmo for me called LaceyMo973. I've been sending that Venmo money all week. No, <laughs> so I tried to get her cash app, but I think she knew better. I have never, nor will I ever have a Zelle. Cash App or Venmo. Okay, Josh, you staying out the, the mix. So if it looks <laughs> like I don't know what I'm talking about in reference to that shit, it's because I don't. LOL. Four, there's no way she's actually selling that much non-existent merchandise. She's really just making up numbers at this point. The tweets aren't even getting likes anymore. And she said she sold half. I doubt it. LOL. Enjoy these screenshots of the conversation. So this is the conversation that, and shout out to the congregation because I y'all sent me so many DMs like where y'all were trolling this scammer, and I really appreciate it. But however this resolves, you have to have her on the pot. <laughs> like you have to bring listen, her on, Jada. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hat. Listen, I'm turning into Liam Neeson. I have a special set of skills, and, and girl, you're not ready for these neck chops, Jada. You're not ready for these fucking neck chops. So. Tasha has a combo with the scammer who's currently, still currently operating my account. And it says, hey, sweetheart, longtime fan here. I'll buy all 10 MacBooks because Jade is tweeting with all my credentials saying that she's selling MacBooks for $600. Oh, my God. Says, if you let me take you out sometime, LOL, or if you can just let me buy whatever you have left, where do you want me to send the payment? You got PayPal. So fake me says, I got five left. Do you have Zill? And then they said, nope, I'm a PayPal veteran. LOL. Uh, Is that the only form of payment that you'll take? And then the scammer under my name says, I have Venmo. What's your shipping address? And they said, that's what's up. What's the Venmo? And it says, I need your shipping address. Fake me. So they send a fake address and says, are you buying all five? Fake me. And then... (laughs) says uh cool what's your cash app it says what's yours i'll have my assistant request it i do have an assistant and i have been texting her she was like not them pretending to be me and i was like yeah emily (laughs) emily they got us both now (laughs) so tasha says it's cool if your cash app has a weird name i understand i gotta you gotta protect yourself to just give me yours and then the scammer says you're not understanding me my assistant handles all the payments sis that's where the sis came in cool what's her cash app (laughs) Then 
uh, Tasha says, your assistant? I'm not sending anything to an assistant, LOL. Come on, you warned us about that in episode 75. Ah! Love you <laughs> so much, Tasha. The scammer, me, says, yes, for strangers. Why would I scam one of y'all? Exclamation point, bitch. <laughs> she sends the scammer, Jada, who I have her name now because I have her Zoe. Uh, she sends the fake Venmo account, which is LaceyMo973. Please do not send money to LaceyMo973. It is not a real account. And this might get edited out, but I feel like I can dox this person because they're scamming me. So I'm just going <laughs> to do it as a warning. Jada. Registered at Zoe under the number... You Jada, I swear to God, I will have my vengeance. You fucked with the wrong one. I've already contacted the F, the B, and the I. I'm not playing with you, bitch. Like I will ruin your life. Like oh, no. I hope you change my, your number. I hope you my, change your number, home Because my Zoom totally went out on that, and I have no idea what you just said, and I'm not participating in that at all. Oh my god. <laughs> no, but I, I'm pretty sure I can say that because this person is doing fraud. Okay, I have a question. Yes. Was your what was your password? <laughs> what did you did you use a tough password? No, I have a very hard password that's not anything that anyone would randomly think of. That I got fished, and it was literally mm. the like less than twenty four hours after Elon took over the platform. And there's other people, other black. What women. if it's Elon? What if it's Elon? Black, like pretending to be a black woman on Twitter. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't be shocked. The motherfucker has way too much time on his hands. So I literally wouldn't be shocked. I do want to recommend for anyone who's listening, use one password. It's an app. It generates really, really long passwords for every login that you have. You have your own password to log into. This it. wasn't a password. Backup accounts. Yeah, yeah, I know. But there's like, I think that this was a phishing and they yeah, got yeah. me because I didn't have on two factor identification or authentication or yeah. yeah, I didn't have that on because I didn't want to give them more information. They were asking for my yeah, phone yeah. number, for other shit. And I was like, nah, nigga, y'all are not getting more information from me. And I've had like a bunch of Brazilian bots try to hack me and like I'll get notifications like someone tried to log in from Brazil, someone tried to log in from Argentina. Yeah, and yeah. so I thought I was good because they were sending me those notifications. But the second that Elon took this shit over and Twitter support has been down, oh. like... I've reached out to my network, my publicists, friends who work at Twitter, like everyone. I cannot. They're all fired. It's a, it's a shit show. <laughs> literally, it's a shit show over there. And then Elon Musk is trying to charge $8 for people to have Twitter blue and keep their blue checks. That's only because he got bullied by Stephen King <laughs> out of 20 Right out of 20 He was like, how about eight? Bitch, how about nothing? I'm not paying to create content on an app that I was doing that for free. For a billionaire. Like, bitch, fuck you. Who made a bad business choice. A horrible... Like, I'm so tired of billionaires and just powerful white men in general making their midlife crises our problem. Like, yeah. go to therapy. Go to therapy, bitch. Or, like, why can't your midlife crisis be, like, gardening? Why does it always have to be destructive? Right. 
It's always going to be like, oh, I'm sad. So let me ruin everyone else's life. Like, it's never just like, I'm sad. I'm going to go listen to Paramore and walk in the woods like my ass did. (laughs) It's always, I'm sad. Let me ruin everyone else's life. Like, please get a fucking grip, bro. You should have a new segment that's called Take a Walk in the Woods. And it's just for whoever is pushing their problems on everyone else. Take a walk in the fucking woods. Touch grass, bitch, like I do. Do you know how many Taylor Swift albums? are out there at your fingertips (laughs) right at your fingertips bitch you don't have to do this okay and you know i don't know what's your jam tennessee whiskey like you you can get (laughs) it's it's so much out there for you to be morose to that you don't have to bring us into we don't have to be involved and look i know that some people look at like verified accounts as like a status symbol my accounts are verified because it was supposed to be i am who i say i am and yeah. so for this motherfucker to come out and be like oh i want to charge you for it and also i'm currently being scammed under a verified account like bitch fuck him what's the point <laughs> and fuck you jada fuck you jada i will find you okay that is not a threat it is a promise <laughs> I'm not going to do nothing to you other than ruin your scams because, bitch, you played with me. Like, at first it was funny. I was like, oh, yeah. this is funny. Like, I I love scams. So I was just like, oh, I got scammed. Like, how ironic, you know? But the fact that I still can't get it back and so many people have been contacted and now, like, people don't trust my platforms. It's like, all right, bitch, now you done fuck with my money. And what's Jada doing with it? She's selling 10 laptops, not even. Not Come on. even. Also, this is the most basic ass scam to run on me. Like, bitch, think better. Like, you running laptops? Put out some content. Do something with the hey. audience. You running laptops? This is, this is so insulting. This is, a, this is not a long-term scam. Like, what are you doing? Bitch, you could have been like, I'll fix your credit for $20. I probably made more money. Like, laptops? Yeah, that I do signed? some city girl shit. Come on. Jada, you're on crack. You're a whack-ass bitch, and I fucking hate you, and you will be dealt with. So don't even worry about that. But yes, guys, you'll know when I get the platform back, if I get it back. I'm at least trying to get it shut down, but please don't buy no laptops from Jada's bitch ass. And fuck you, Jada. Okay? <laughs> Jada, I wish nothing but bad on you. <laughs> Will Smith pops out of nowhere. We're like, oh, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> right. Not Jada Pinkett, okay? The no. red table is still cute, but Jada, it's over <laughs> for you. Jada the scammer. We're going to take a quick break for some non-scam advertisements and we'll be right back with my favorite part of the show historic hoodwinks back in the 90s pepsi and coca-cola were in a heated race to try and win loyal customers by any means necessary but when pepsi launched an ambitious promotion that encouraged people to buy pepsi and redeem points for prizes they overlooked their own fine print in a major way on each episode of wondery's podcast the big flop Comedians join host Misha Brown to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Like, who at Pepsi thought it would be a good idea to advertise that people could earn enough points to redeem a military jet as a prize? When they launched their Pepsi points system, they never imagined somebody might try to actually snag it. But a 23-year-old did, and suddenly, Pepsi owed him a jet. Follow the big flop wherever you get your podcasts. Ooh, do you feel that in the air? 
Yes, that is summertime. It's in the breeze. It's in the trees. And y'all know when the sky comes out, (laughs) the thighs come out. And as the weather gets hotter, it's time to say bye to jackets and sweaters and hey to shorts and tees. If you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. Y'all know I love Quince. If you want to be looking chic year after year with classic pieces that you can dress up, dress down, wear around town, you got to get into Quince. They have premium European linen dresses. I have one in green and oh, when I wear it, it is a show stopper. Blouses, shorts from $30, y'all. Washable silk tops, which I told y'all I love those. I actually went back and got it in navy. I got it in the white like cream and I just know when I wear it, I'm going to feel like Diane Keaton on the beach thinking about my life like white cream are you kidding me it's giving rich okay quince is that girl y'all know you see me in their pieces all the time get into it get warm weather ready with quince go to quince.com slash goddess for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns that's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash goddess to get free shipping and 365 day returns q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash goddess and we are back and it's time for my favorite segment historic hoodwinks this is where i will regale pallavi with a famous crime fraud group maybe it's an individual we'll see maybe we love them maybe we hate them y'all know how the ride goes so today we're backing it up if i back it up is it bad enough? <laughs> yes. To the early 1910s, Ooh. a Milwaukee housewife started an affair with a young factory worker that would leave them both down a life of lies, deception, and scams for decades. Okay, hot. <laughs> oh, yes. The baddest bitch. Have you seen her? She went viral on Twitter. Oh, my God. Incredible. That is a bad bitch. She's got on all the 1920s accoutrements. She got the hat, the fur. <laughs> She's giving us pearls. Pearls. Have you seen, like, the TikTok uh, fashion trends where they put on, like, way too much shit, but somehow it works? Have you seen that? No, I haven't, but it's giving that. Yeah, I don't understand fashion at all, but this is, like, Silver Lake, Brooklyn, you know. Yes. <laughs> fashion. It's definitely giving, like, Williamsburg. It's giving mm. Williamsburg. Yeah. Yes. I stayed at the Williamsburg Hotel. Y'all don't stay there. It's a scam. If you go there, they'll ride those like unicycle bicycle things with the tiny wheel and the big yeah. wheel. It's a hotel for influencers. It's just the 1910s in Williamsburg Nobody right really now. works there. <laughs> they don't care. And like, look, I love that. I love quiet quitting. Like, don't do your hardest work for a corporation you don't care about. Like, Quiet quit, but at the same time, or the receptionist, <laughs> literally, it was just like the hottest women you've ever seen with the worst attitudes you've ever encountered, literally doing nothing. And I was like, love that for y'all. Oh my god, I love reality TV, so that would be for me. <laughs> Honestly, the Williamsburg Hotel should start a reality TV show because there's content. There's so much <laughs> content. So she had tricked the young factory worker. So we're talking about. Wallaburger Dolly Esterick. She was a housewife in her early 30s. She was married to the owner of a Milwaukee apron factory, Fred Esterick. 
An apron factory. Listen, people need aprons. This man wanted all the bitches in the kitchen, okay? Right. <laughs> Not just his. Right. He was like, how, what if I made barefoot and pregnant a business? <laughs> and so he's slanging aprons. The Nick Cannon approach. <laughs> I honestly think at this point he knows something we don't. He's had too many children. Too I'm many like, kids. He's repopulating the earth. Is Noah's Ark coming back? Like, it's is Nick Cannon. Times. Nick Cannon's going to run the wild and out Noah's Ark. <laughs> I once did a Wild Not audition. It was a whole day long, and they eliminated people throughout the day, like we were on Survivor. Oh my god! And then they just hired the people with the most social media followers. <laughs> <laughs> They're about to hire Jada. <laughs> I felt, literally, I felt like I was on Making the Band. We had to write raps. Like, was I was like you got twenty minutes to write a rap and come back and do the raps. I made it to the end, but oh, I didn't cool. have enough followers at the time. I was like, "What is this mess?" And also, like, this is a, definitely an argument for paying actors for auditions because how am I here all day? <laughs> yeah, that's wild. They should they can make that into the real like episode one is just like booting all the people off. <laughs> That's the whole season of American Idol. Like, the, like rap battle. And Wild Now has writers. Like they're they're not coming up with that shit off the dome. They have oh, writers. It's a scam. I am shocked and appalled. <laughs> no way those white boys didn't come up with that on their own. <laughs> oh my goodness. So Fred ran a successful business with the aprons, but worked long hours and drank a lot. I guess getting, making aprons can be stressful enough to be drinking a lot. So one day in 1913, when Dolly was 26, her sewing machine stopped working. I'm sure, because she was probably sewing about 50, 11 aprons a day. Like, Yeah. The repairman that showed up to fix it was 17-year-old Otto Sanhuber. Mm. Okay, grooming. Okay, he don't look 17 in this photo. Yeah, but... he looks like... <laughs> 70. <laughs> These are the olden times. He probably couldn't afford a photo until he was, you know, that, grown. It's probably both of them at 20, just because there weren't any moisturizers. Right. People <laughs> used to age hard. Like, yeah. Even in the 70s and the 80s, like, they'd be like, this person is 20 years old. I'd be like, that look like my granddaddy. Why he looked so old? That's why they were all on LSD. If your face is swimming, they can't nail down the wrinkles. You know what I mean? Facts. Facts. So Dolly knew Fred would send Otto over because he worked for him at the factory. When Otto arrived to work on the machine, he was met by Dolly at the door wearing only a robe and stockings. Ooh. Okay, slut. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I love olden time lingerie. It was like, let me show a little ankle. That's also in a stocking. It's fully covering you. And they're like, oh, you skank. <laughs> <laughs> and you got those like little white Christmas socks with yeah. the pearls yeah. and they're like slut why you got them pearl <laughs> socks on who you trying to who you trying to fuck <laughs> I would love to run an olden time lingerie shop that would be so fun we'd be fully covered <laughs> we also have a robe in the back that goes to the knee oh my goodness <laughs> yeah you trying, trying to put that <laughs> that femur out <laughs> we got something <laughs> I got something even shorter. What did you say? We're voting for the leg. Yeah, leg 2020. <laughs> leg 2020. Listen, it somewhat worked. Thus began what would become a very fateful affair. Damn. We doing too much, I guess, these days. We got to bring it back to the to the 1910s when a bitch could just be wearing a big-ass, ill-fitting robe and, and a little knee out. 
maybe. And then a man would commit? Like, are you kidding me? Oh, he committed hard. Oh, my God. <laughs> so at first, Dolly and Otto met up in hotels to conduct their affair. Classy. But after long, that became inconvenient. And Dolly began inviting Otto over while Fred was at the factory or drinking at the local bar. So remember, he was drunk all the time. He might not even notice a man fully in his house. You know, Otto could have been on the couch and he's Fred's like stumbling in. He don't know. He's like, is this our son? Right. <laughs> Do we have a kid? I don't remember. He's like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> I got aprons to make in the morning. So nosy neighbors began to inquire after the man who came around so regularly was, you know, coming around so regularly. And Dolly told them he was her vagabond half-brother. Damn, why she had to call him a vagabond? Why is but also, yeah, that's weird. Did he look and like, I, was he wearing rags? Like, could just be like, he's your brother. <laughs> she, she's like, this is my ugly ass. This is my ne'er-do-well. <laughs> also, like, what is it with, I'm sorry, there's always just, like, incest vibes in these, like, white affair situations. I've been watching too much Game of Thrones. I was about to say. I can't handle it. I can't handle it. There's too much incestuousness. House of cousins, house of uncles. (laughs) Family reunion is what they should call it. Family matters is what they should call it. Next season, the dragon's gonna be fucking just like, Vagar, that's your cousin. What's happening? They're like, come on How dare you? And they make it so hot. (laughs) I saw a promo photo of them at some premiere without their wigs, and I was like, who are these people? (laughs) Oh, yeah, I think I saw you tweet that. I don't know them without their wigs. Like, who are, who, who are these? Who are these niggas? So, <laughs> Dolly realized they were beginning to attract too much attention. Yeah, you have bored-ass neighbors with no TV. Like, all they got to do is look out the window. Like They just have a hole where the TV is, and they just stare out the yard. Yep. <laughs> Bis- everybody's business used to be TV. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so her solution was to offer Otto residency in her attic. I love that. that sounds so classy. Would you like residency in my attic? Like, are you trapping me in your attic? Like, this is also is attic code for pussy. Cause, like, what are <laughs> that's the basement? <laughs> basement always flooded. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> so she did this right under the nose of her husband. Otto quit his job at the factory, and with no family to speak of, he became the ghost of the Estridge house. So he was just living in their house. He was like, okay, bet. I'm a kept man. I live in the attic. I have no job. So the other guy was just getting cucked from above. That's what was happening. That's a beautiful description. (laughs) Cucked from above. Well, that's, that's a movie. Yeah. So because of this new arrangement, Otto couldn't leave the house or else he'd be found out. So he spent his nights writing and reading pulp fiction stories he hoped to have published. His days were spent making bathtub gin, a clean house, and making love to Dolly. Okay. This sounds like the most valuable man I've ever, a cis man that I've ever heard of (laughs) in history. He's just making liquor. Cooking and cleaning and, and throwing that peen. I mean, I know. And then what is she doing all day? She's just laying there fanning herself as he's cleaning the house. I, this is like, this is the 1910s pool boy vibes. You right, know what I mean? Literally. This is exactly what that he is. He was this so is a machine house, boy. Housewives. Yeah. In 1918, things got complicated when Fred suggested that they sell the house and move to Los Angeles. Damn, the, the apron business must have took off. He was like, there's a lot of waiters in L.A. <laughs> he not wrong. 
We're going to make it in Hollywood, baby. So Dolly again found a solution to keeping her lover close. She found a house with an attic overlooking Sunset Boulevard and sent Otto ahead so that he'd be there when they arrived. Oh, my God. Mm. Life continued more or less the same for the next four years. And we have a a photo of the house overlooking Sunset Boulevard. I don't know why I expected it to be the strip. This is 1918. (laughs) This is also like parasite vibes where people are just like living in your house. You have no idea, but you get to like, she's fucking them, but. (laughs) Right. Not not the living dick. But I guess if Fred was getting drunk every night, he probably couldn't get it up. He wasn't slanging nothing. He going to sleep. And also, like, back then, like, the men could just have sex whatever they wanted. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, like, she had to store her dick. She had to preserve it, you know? <laughs> Listen. She had to salt that dick. <laughs> I guess in the 1910s, if you found a, a fuckboy who could slang it, you just made him live in your you house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not far past hobosexuals, which we know homosexuals have the best sex. <laughs> and that's non-gendered. If you meet somebody who's really yeah. good at sex, you better watch your house keys because they might get caught. Because they're going to be in there. You better see if they put <laughs> clothes in the drawers. You better see if they got a toothbrush. Making friends with your dog. That's a that's a red flag. Right. If they like, can I send a package to your house? Because as soon Mm-mm. as people send mail, they can they can claim that they're a tenant and you can't get them out of your house. <laughs> I'm just saying, if it's too good, if you have sex casually and it's a little too good, a little too much orgasms, you might need to watch your get keys. That attic, that attic might be full. Change your locks. <laughs> Change your locks when you get some good sex. <laughs> install a nest cam because you're probably about to get scammed okay (laughs) a sex cam (laughs) it's like why why are all these cctv video cameras up oh yeah that's just because you know we had a good time don't get too comfortable cam we had had a good time last night so i just gotta make sure you're not trying to make this your permanent place of residency (laughs) that's all boo so getting caught on the night of August 22nd, 1922, Otto heard Dolly and Fred arguing from his attic apartment. Now we call it an apartment. Bro, he lived in an attic. <laughs> <laughs> he was into like a, he's got a bathtub with gin in it. That's not an apartment. <laughs> he's like, sometimes I That's do need to bathe. studio at best. She's like, well, just bathe in the gin. It's alcohol. It's cleansing. <laughs> he'll like it he'll like you better if you smell like alcohol (laughs) (laughs) he won't notice you if you smell like a bottle of gin so Otto hears the fight going on he grabbed two pistols not two okay Otto a shooter and burst into the room where they were Fred immediately recognized Otto from the factory duh because he hired him and he grew angry and afraid in the ensuing struggle one of the guns went off and Fred was shot and killed. You just killed your source of income, you idiot. <laughs> you right. killed the apron factory man who is putting the both of you up. Yeah, how do you think you can afford this attic apartment where you just write and read books and, and make gin? And-, and then why do you have so many guns in your attic apartment? <laughs> yeah, who made what you, you guns? Who put guns up there? Did Dolly come up there? Like, here's some guns, baby. I don't know. Play around with these. Like, what? Has gun, like, gun control in addicts is just off the rails. Right Truly. <laughs> Still, to this day. To this very yeah. day. So, Otto and Dolly panicked and decided to lock Dolly in the closet and hide the keys and the guns in the attic to give her an alibi. I love that this is phrased like, 
they both panicked and then decided to give her an alibi. Bruh, yeah. Dolly was playing you. She was like, oh no, you killed my husband. Like I wanted you to. Um, <laughs> We gotta hide me in the closet. So I have an alibi. What? <laughs> that tells me the pussy is good oh, too. Oh yeah. That's what that says. Yeah, she got that wild. Because if he was like, I'll kill for you and also hide you after. <laughs> What would be called moist lady bits? What's the WAP of 1910? <laughs> <laughs> Underpots. Under <laughs> <laughs> moistened underpots. She's madam. got this moistened underpots. Why are we British in 1910 in Milwaukee? <laughs> I mean, why not? So when police arrived after the neighbors called, because the neighbors are watching this like TV, they don't have anything yeah. else to do. I mean, to this day, neighbors still don't have shit to do. That's the whole next door app. It's racism and people who have no sh- nothing yeah. to do. Nothing to do. And that was like around Great Depression time. It was the Great Repression as well, I assume. So they had to be aware of these sexual ongoings. <laughs> right. The they were like, oh, they fucking over there. They seem too happy. She getting dicked down yeah. way too regular. <laughs> okay, we all miserable. Watch her house. Everybody else in the book club is just pissed at her. <laughs> They're like, why are you so relaxed? Not- My husband's a menace. Not- Dolly always looks like she's pinching her cheeks. Why is she always so <laughs> rosy? I saw Dolly's stockings the other day. <laughs> they were below the knee Ooh. and wrinkled. Oh my. Sex is for procreation, not recreation. <laughs> what is Dolly doing over there getting dicked down seven days a week? They knew. Do you think Dolly Parton was named after this Dolly? <laughs> <laughs> was she working nine to five, Listen, if you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know, because Dolly did also write Jolene. So somebody was trying to steal her man. She didn't have him in the attic like she should have. So Yeah. <laughs> PSA, put put your, put your straight man in the attic. <laughs> Hydra kids, Hydra wife turned into Hydra man in the, in attic. the attic. Okay. <laughs> he works the best there. So police arrived and Dolly told them that there was a robbery where the robber shot Fred, took some expensive belongings and then locked her in a closet before fleeing. The police had some reservations, but couldn't prove her story wasn't true. So they released her. Police always being terrible at their jobs. Y'all, we love police it. always talking about fighting crime and crime going up. Do you know the, the average rate? Pull up, uh, Jess, can you pull up the average crime solve rate for police of today? Because it is very, very low. And I want you guys to know it. They also contribute to crime. Oh, yeah, they're like criminals. They are, they're criminals. <laughs> they're a gang. They're increasing that rate. <laughs> so not only are they not stopping crime, they're actually contributing to crime so the clearance rate for police officers as it currently stands is 33.26 percent and this is the national average they're like even worse for violent crimes i think oh yeah no if you listen every unsolved mystery every person you ever saw in a milk carton or a missing person like they ain't found them and they ain't solved nothing but half the time, if the community comes out and is like, hey, we know who did it, they're like, we don't believe you. <laughs> and guys, this is U.S. policing. 33% for the country, okay? This ain't your state. This ain't, you know, if you live in a city where there's a lot of violent crime, like L.A., New York, Chicago, Florida. Did you know New York's three of the boroughs were on the least uh, amount of crime list, top 10 list, actually? So it's actually not even mm-hmm. the cities. 
that are. And New York has the highest funded. It's like the eighth largest military in the world, the police budget. And it's like, what are you doing? And they just want to keep increasing it. And I'm like, bro, this is a scam. We're scam. giving money. Like LA's budget was like 54% for the police in 2020, like legit. And they it's saw crazy. this shit or helping nothing. And we just thought they're like, oh, but there's more crime. I literally saw police propaganda in Echo Park when they were trying to shut down when they did. I ran for from the police at that protest. I was yeah. running from cops at that protest. They were shutting down unhoused people being at Echo Park because they were like, are these unhoused people are rooting the vibes. Let's criminalize it. And they were putting flyers up places and trying to like war like police officers, like handing out flyers yeah, about yeah. crime and trying to scare people as if like police officers aren't scary. And then they turned Echo Park into an open air prison. Like they closed after mm -hmm. they chased us all out. They closed it off. They wouldn't allow food or water inside. Mm -hmm. Couples were separated. People were separated from their work stuff or their Id I like identification papers and everything like that. It was crazy. They call it like cleanups and they like just take away everything. Sweeps. from Yeah, sweeps. They take away yeah. everything from unhoused people. So their documentation, anything that they have that they had in, you know, their tents or whatever they were using to, you know, house themselves and they take it away. And then a year after that happened, there were like, I think like, uh, we might need to double check this, but there were like four dead and 17 people from that 200 people encampment were like actually housed a year after. And it's not even necessarily because of what happened. It might even be from other like associations or organizations. It was super fun. It's super fun. Fuck the police from today. Fuck them from the 1910s. <laughs> they never did their job. Y'all, they started they as slave catchers. They never did shit for us. Nope. So the police had their reservations, but they released her because... You know, so now a widow, Dolly moved into a new house to continue her life. One would assume that Otto would now be able to move out of the attic and share the house with her, transitioning back to a normal life. But Dolly's voluntary live-in sex slave, in quotes, opted to continue to live in the attic of this new house. I don't know if he opted to or if she convinced Whoa. him to. She's like, baby. What if he was like, you need to altitude. He was like, babe. You need to be live in the attic because that's like where you go get the breath's air. Like, what? What if he was just like, babe? Yeah, I'm not one of those couples that wants to like live in the same with the same beds or like in the same. Why can't we just be chill? We're know? non traditional. I live in the we attic. We had a good thing. You padlock the door. I live with the guns and the gin, and you stay down below and talk to the police. This makes sense <laughs> for us. Like, no, I love the framing of this. Like, Dolly did this shit. Dolly is a master manipulator, <laughs> and I love her, but also she's she's evil. Wow. So by this point, Otto had managed to get a few of his Pulp Fiction stories published. And with oh the additional funds from his sugar mama, Dolly, he was able to purchase a new typewriter to continue writing. Dolly was able to find a new lover, a lawyer named Herman S. Shapiro. So I love that she was like, babe, we still got to get the bag. So I got to go out and get us a, a earner. Oh, my God. So this was like an open, like the public knew about this relationship while Otto was just hiding. Mm -mm. They, yeah, the public knew about her relationship with the her lawyer. Name. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They didn't know about her polyamorous side piece who lives in the attic. You know what? She was born too soon. She would just be in a polycule. She would just be poly. <laughs> she was in L.A. today. Yeah. She would just be poly. Ahead of her time. 
and, and hopefully not truly, you know, entrapping a murderer in her attic. <laughs> you know, so Herman's intense job meant that he kept long hours, which also meant that Dolly found another way. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> to occupy the time while he was away because you know he is yeah. she loves to find a busy man she's like are you she loves dedicated man. to your work yeah do you actually never want to see me or fuck me ever <laughs> let's get married <laughs> so she met a man named roy Klum, whom she also had a romantic relationship with <laughs> she was able to convince roy to get rid of one of the guns that shot fred <gasps> you know you know that like that meme from Always Sunny where it's Charlie with a bunch of wire mm-hmm. and he's like a yarn, red yarn. It's like that's her relationship. That's her explaining her relationships at Thanksgiving. She's like, and this is the one who got rid of the gun. She was like, so I was <laughs> married to him. To kill. He died yeah. by accident in quotes. And then <laughs> I married Herman. But all the time, Otto was in every attic that we had. I don't live in houses with that attic. See, Back then, women weren't allowed to get credit cards, but you were allowed to get cuffed. Right. So. You, listen, you couldn't leave your man because what were you going to do? You, you didn't yeah. have any finances. That's why I hate when people romanticize like olden time marriages. Yeah. You know, like my grandparents stayed together. I'm like, yo, granny couldn't get a debit card. Chase told her she couldn't have nothing. Wells Fargo said she couldn't get on the wagon. So she had to stay with him. Like, come on now. Yeah. Chase told her she couldn't chase her dream. Chase chased her out of the bank. They were like, yeah. get out of here, woman. This is why men should be fighting for, you know, female freedom, because otherwise we'll kill your asses and hide you in the attic. Like, this is best for both of us. Honestly, (laughs) when the economy got too broad and now women got jobs and money, that's why everything is getting rolled back. Abortion. They're trying to come for birth control. They're like, we got to get these women barefoot again. Can we ban shoes? Congress, let's talk about (laughs) shoes for women. They're trying to run away in them. They don't need uh, protection, bunion protection. <laughs> you know, we used to like them in skirts, but we're realizing they're very aerodynamic. Like, let's... <laughs> yeah, they can run faster. <laughs> we gotta ban anything that can make women run away from all men. we looked men. at those uh, those kid backpacks with the leashes? Can we get them leashes in those? Leashes for women. Leashes <laughs> for women. I think that would be good for us. Like, it, literally everything they're doing is trying to... It, it, it's so funny to me because I'm like, all of these incels making weirdo podcasts and all this shit, like, and and then obviously our politicians who are going Mm -hmm. to war on women right now, it's all stemming from this place of, like, instead of evolving or getting psychiatric help, like, men need and women need everyone non-binary everybody needs to have a therapist or talk to somebody or you know yeah at least watch bob's burgers which i've tweeted like <laughs> i love bob's burgers <laughs> listen something but instead of yeah. doing the work on themselves they would rather work day and night to make sure that women can't leave trash ass men it's also like so surprising to me because i feel like it would be less work than trying it to would. control other marginalized groups like it's insane you can't put the toothpaste back in bitch we've already tasted the freedom you would be happier how how are you literally 
literally yeah. like you created a prison for yourself where you can't yeah. if you cry you're weak if you have emotions you're weak and people bully you y'all made that shit up just let it go y'all can cry yeah i love just to see it. straight cis men cry oh my god it turns oh me on oh my god it is such a turn Ooh. on <laughs> I'm like, you're in touch with your emotions. I want to lick those tears. I'm like, oh, you, you, you get it. You're not it's afraid to show it. my undergarments. <laughs> <laughs> my basement is an ocean. <laughs> my basement is flooded. <laughs> For your tears. Like, get, get into it. I don't know. Watch This Is Us. Whatever y'all got to do. That to, is like, so funny. If we and get... This Is Us is cry porn. It's so it's cry porn it's for people who like i can't really just cry at nothing in life but i'll watch my little crap porns and i but that is so funny breaking the glass ceiling floods your basement <laughs> it does like it, it does and listen in historically some of the ugliest it, it, you know i'm not even saying ugly because i don't think anybody's ugly i think that we're all attracted to certain people there's people who people think are traditionally beautiful that other people aren't attracted to i don't believe in ugly okay but i will say theoretically i agree with you your personality can make you ugly things that you can say can definitely make you ugly and there are some people who you know look i would i rather look at michael b jordan than and then some other person who's not attractive i'm not gonna name nobody because i don't want to be rude i was like who are you gonna name i'm not gonna name nobody (laughs) but at the same time like look i once dated a a a nigga who looked like a pit bull like he was he was not attractive but he was smart and he ended up being trash but he was smart and nice at the time like any man no matter what you look like you can find a partner any person in general. I'm going to spread that out. Just don't suck. It also works the opposite way, too. Like, I will see someone who I'm physically attracted to, and then they open their mouth, and I'm like, nope, can't do yep. it. I can't do it. Yeah. I always say men have no idea how much pussy they're sacrificing by being idiots. Like, just just learn how to talk to a person. Like Be a person. Nice. Respect each other like human beings. And it, it, it is such a thing for like cis straight men. And like shout out to cis straight men who listen to this podcast. Some of y'all have written to me and were like, hey, I am a cis straight man. I listen to this podcast. They, thank you for being here. We're not trying to drag your whole existence. And I know a lot of y'all take this shit personally because y'all don't go to therapy. And so then everything is personal. You can't be like, oh, that's not about me. But come on now. Y'all could have so much more. Yeah. Just by being nice. You don't have to live in an attic of your own creation, okay? And you don't have to hold on to the girl in third grade who didn't like you and then hate all women, okay? You know how many men have been mean to me? I grew up in Utah. Do you think anybody liked me in third grade? No, bitch. No. And you know what I do now? I go to therapy, I got a dog, and I repot my plants, okay? That's how I handle the racism for my childhood. Get plants. I got plants, too, and they're the pride of my life. I'm like, oh, these bitches still alive. They still green. Amen. I talked about that in Out Magazine. Like, come on, y'all. You can do it. You can do it. But anyways, so... a tangent <laughs> look we, we we love y'all just be better like also yeah maybe stop with the wars like i don't know like yeah as like a as like a footnote maybe no wars maybe no more wars. no also me and priscilla davies who y'all know is one of my best friends i love her 
she and I were on an improv team together I at know. Second City. Yeah, She's I love her. Amazing and hilarious. But we talked about it. Like at least if y'all men, straight cis men, want to fight wars, can y'all just go to Alaska? Can it or like or like some place that has no population and y'all meet up there <laughs> and y'all have the war and then whoever wins. I assume that's what happened to Atlantis. You know, men were just fighting and then just sunk it, and then right. we didn't have to deal with it. And it was perfect. We're like, oh, it's going down. It's going Bye. down. Like, <laughs> when y'all having wars on people's soil and killing innocent people who were like, I didn't, I wasn't trying to be in the war. Like, that's very ghetto. Like, everybody who wants to yeah. go do war, we just need to have a place on the earth where they can go do war. <laughs> when Karens fight in a grocery store, don't do it in the store. Do it somewhere else. I'm trying to get you know apples. I mean? Move. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to buy plants. Right. Okay? Bitch, I came here for some lettuce. I don't I don't want to be a part of this. I know they made man-made islands in Dubai. They could do that shit again. Literally. Make those islands and then drown them. You know what I mean? Drown those fears. Exactly. Drown the patriarchy. And and this has been said before, but you know, and this is this is something on Twitter. I don't know who said it. I would credit them if I did, but they said like Dubai is like a city that was designed by rappers. So like if the rappers can design a city, y'all can design a war zone where y'all all just like take a little boat, take a little flight and go over there and do war. It could be like a paintball situation yes. you know like your favorite paintball obstacle yeah why course. does it have to be murder why can't you just everybody got hit on our team we lost like that's yeah, all it is done. anyway like why do why do young innocent people who only get involved in the military either because their country makes them or because they have like in america no resources to support their families and themselves and then they they gotta go to war like come on now like y'all could just, just a big laser tag game come on remember those those were fun It'd be like, <laughs> like a charge goes down. It's like, well, I'm out. Oh, and then I'm out. at the end of the day, like whatever diplomatic situation is like, who won the fake war that we did? And everybody go home. Did we just figure out Ukraine? We did. Did we just figure it out? We figured out every war. Put Putin on the phone. <laughs> Listen, I'm scared of Putin. Like a, sh- a short too. man who works out every day and rides horses. That nigga is terrifying. Shirtless? I'm like, yeah, he's yeah. terrifying. You can't control that. Like I, no. Listen, y'all, if you ever meet somebody who seems like they have nothing to lose, run, run, because there's nothing worse (laughs) than having a conflict with somebody who literally is like, I'll do anything. Like, okay, there's that thing where like when hunters would like hunt like animals, they would leave like a little escape thing because the animals wouldn't fight as hard as if they knew there was no escape. Right. So they would like. Yeah, yeah, because it makes you fight harder. It's like getting parking in L.A., you know, if if you have an opportunity, (laughs) you don't fight as hard. Yo, that's that makes perfect sense to me. I'm just like, it's so ghetto. Like, we shouldn't be doing wars in 2022. Like, come on now. Yeah. Like, nobody needs to be dead. And and people are dying for, for something you are mad about and you ain't even out here. You ain't even in the front lines on a horse, like giving us. Yeah, you're getting like press. I'll be damned. You're shaking hands. I'll be damned if I go to war and the leader of the war is on a Zoom call. Like, thank you so much for your support, <laughs> bitch. You better be out here stabbing with us. <laughs> and also, no guns. I got 
You should, you should. I got you a stab and stick. This right. is the leader stab and stick. Y'all need okay? to go to war old school. With a musket, you got to repump after one shot. Or or at least <laughs> knife to knife, everybody getting tired. Like, <sighs> like, come on now. Show some effort. So ghetto. Hashtag stab with us. I, I am from the <laughs> South. I have a lot of family in the military. I am not shading anybody who joined the military for whatever reasons that they did. Because I know that everything is a scam and everything is set up for us to fail. Especially if you do not, you're not born with the resources. So this is no shade to people who have dedicated their lives or lost their lives. I have family members who have lost their lives in wars. It's not about that. It's just that I don't want to see it anymore. Like, we, come on now. Like, we can move on from this. Like, it's, it's very ghetto. Like, come on now. And it's not y'all's fault. It's literally our governments that are just extremely ghetto. Like, oh, my God. But back to Dolly. <laughs> so... So Dolly met Roy, right? Y'all remember? We, we've taken a long tangent. So Roy was the lawyer, right? He busy doing law. He ain't really, like, super involved in the house. Exactly Dolly's type, right? So she convinced him to hide a gun for her, which is wild because he's an officer of the court and he still did it because Dolly got that wet wet. She got the thang thang in, okay? Are we saying there's corruption with officers of the court? Oh, wow. <laughs> Shocker. So she told Roy that it looked like, she told Roy the gun looked similar to the one used by the burglar and she didn't want to get into trouble. So she lied to him. It was like, oh, this gun looked just like the gun that my husband was murdered with. Ain't that crazy that I have the gun that looked like the gun that my husband was murdered with? Don't ask no questions. Just, you know, throw it in the (laughs) river. So Dolly was able to sweet talk a neighbor into burying the other one in his yard. Yo, Dolly got that game. Damn. She walked up to me like, oh, your garden looks so nice. You know what would be great fertilizer? A gun. Gun. (laughs) (laughs) I heard these are compostable. It's 1934. I don't know any better. When you put a gun in your yard, the tulips will grow real good from the powder. You know, trust me. Just put it in there and see how your tulips I can't even get a dude to text me back. She's got like two dudes bearing guns for her. I'm jealous of her. I am. If she did like an Andrew Tate type MLM, then I would a hundred percent fall for it. Listen, like she has, she has the receipts to back it up. I wish okay? Dolly had wrote a book or had made a podcast or something because Dolly, we need the tips. It's like Lori yeah. Harvey to me. Like, ba- oh my god, a bad bitch got to share information with other bad bitches. Like, come on, send us the book. What's going? You, yeah. you got a nigga in the attic writing books. Why don't you have him write your book? Have him just write it. Yeah. <laughs> Dolly, you robbed us because we need to know the, the tips. I want the tips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Roy was smart enough to go to the police with the story when he and Dolly broke up not long after. So, no, uh, he wasn't smart enough. That was vengeance. He went to the police yeah. because he's a snitch, because he was mad that Dolly stopped giving him mad. that good good. Mm-mm. So police were re- like they were able to recover one of the guns from the La Brea tar pits and oh my God. Dolly was she taken buried it with into the custody. Elephants? She didn't bury it. Dolly, I don't know why you didn't just get rid of the guns yourself. You could have dropped them into the ocean. you like, yeah. baby girl, why you have it? Look, I know you have... See, this is the issue with scammers. 
hours is like it's an addiction like getting over on people Mm. is an addiction so she loved the fact that she could trick people into doing her mess when in actuality she could fucking put that gun under the house uh, under a floorboard in the toilet like she see this is why women are like you gotta do it yourself if you want it done right exactly you know and she should that refers to both doing men yourself and getting rid of the gun and getting rid of the gun yeah or dolly like Oh, I guess Dolly was super straight. Because I'm like, if you even dabbled in in, in, in bisexualism, honey, you could have got you a fine stud who would have did away with that gun and never would have it never <laughs> would have been seen again. Okay? You playing. But so her neighbor dug up the other gun and took it in, but neither of the guns were able to be tied to Dolly because of corrosion. So they was like, okay. Oh. So while Dolly was in prison, she begged her lawyer boyfriend, Herman, to buy groceries for Otto and tap on the ceiling to let him know to come out. She told Herman that Otto was her secret vagabond brother. She brought that back. She was like, my vagabond brother live in the attic. Like, he gonna be hungry up there writing them books and making that gin. So just bring him some groceries. But starved her conversation with literally any human other than Dolly, Otto immediately spilled it all when Herman let him out. Now, Otto, Oh my God. You know, this is why Boys Club will always fuck you over. 100%. They stick together. There's no loyalty. Honestly, that's all they have. And I don't want to take that from them because they, 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 they can't it. cry. They do need they it. They refuse to emote. They refuse to believe that violence is an emotional reaction. They're like, oh, yes. this is not emotional. Like, bro, the most emotional thing you can do is get into a conflict and hit somebody. Like, that is the most emotional thing you can do is to get. Just cry. Right. Just, just cry. cry. It's it's way more productive. It's way healthier. Feels good. Yeah. Tell people your feelings. But they're like, no, we fight each other. This is strong. It's like, no, that's very emotional because it means that you literally can't even express yourself other than throwing your hands. <laughs> so it's good. It's good that Otto <laughs> expressed himself. I guess. <laughs> so as opposed to being a deal breaker, Herman kicked Otto to the curb, got Dolly to be released on bail and moved oh, in damn. with her. <laughs> Dolly! Dude, the last guy got shot. What are you doing? I don't. I don't thought that he was that getting his freedom papers. Fire, dude! It's fire. What, that pussy must have been so Dolly, good. What, what, did, what did you have a yoni? Like, were you steaming your shit? Like, tell us, because this is the best cootie cat anybody has ever seen, <laughs> and the best brain. I'm not gonna reduce you to your body parts. We women, you, you no, also have the best she ha- brain. She contained multitudes. multitudes. She contained multitudes. So all charges were dropped against her, at least for the seven years Dolly and Herman had a good relationship. When the relationship went downhill herman moved out went to the police with all the evidence again that he had gathered on dolly's crimes against her dead husband damn dolly like lawyers are petty sis like you can't get a lawyer boo and not well, she should have gotten blackmail on him you know what i mean right. like he was in there with her but you know what she had the confidence of like she done murdered a man kept a man in her attic she thought she knew me- she could run all of these men and you know, you got a little too cocky, sis. Like, don't tell this man your crimes. This time, warrants were issued for Dolly and Otto. So now Otto wrapped up in the shit. Otto, see, that's why you don't run your the mouth. Vagabond brother. <laughs> Even though Otto claimed that he was kept as a sex slave in the attic for years, in quotes, as a defense, a jury found him guilty of manslaughter, but he walked free as the statute of limitations had run out. Not the statute of oh limitations for murder. They were like, oh, you murdered him so long ago. It's cool. You murdered him forever ago. And also, you can use Winnie the Pooh in cartoons now. <laughs> like, 
I don't think there should be a statute of limitations for assault. There should definitely not be one for murder. Like, oh yeah, well you had murdered them so long ago. So literally Dolly had to just like hold on to Herman for like that many years to like let it go. I mean, seems like she still won. So reporters had dubbed it to the Batman, in quotes, case due to the years Otto spent in a sad cavern-like attic. So they were like, oh, well, he did live in the attic and he handled family. So it's cool that he did a little bit of murder. So Dolly went to trial on a conspiracy charge, but also walked free after a hung jury. See, Dolly know how to convince everybody. Ooh. I know. She pitted the men against the women. She Just kidding. Women weren't allowed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It was just all hung people in the jury. So the indictment was eventually dropped in 1936. She died in 1961 at the age of 75, less than two weeks after marrying her second husband and 30-year companion, Ray Burt Hederick. So she would have got her another man. She kept this man for 30 years. Look at Dolly, a bad bitch. And then another first soul giving bad bitch energy. I love this. It's unknown where Otto ended up, though it's known that he died March 1948 at the age of 60. She outlived him, too. Women always do. Mm. (laughs) She was older than him. (laughs) Wowzers. He shouldn't have had that bathtub gin, man. Yeah, he was probably sipping on too much of the bathtub gin. (laughs) That was like the flat tummy tea of the time. It was not good for you. I Listen, I mean, I don't know where I stand on this. I don't think that you should trap people in your attic And I know she coerced this young man because he was a child at the time that she met him. So that's trash. But Dolly was a master manipulator and clearly a bad bitch. And, and, you know, she kept winning. Damn. I wish she had released a book. Same. And now we're into the saddest segment of the show. The end where I have to let Paula be go. But before we do this that, was so fun. <laughs> it was. <laughs> before we do that, you really improved my mood because I've been mad about this scammer. I can't play. Like, <laughs> I look. I I'm the scam goddess, and I'm like, bro, like put on two factor authentication for your apps. I wasn't gonna do yeah, it yeah. because I was like, I'm not giving no more information just as a scammer, but just to put it on because like you don't want nobody to do what they did to me right now. Currently. Sometimes you have too much information and it hurts you. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes you know too much. That's how I feel about, like, being a scientist and stuff. I knew too much during COVID. It stressed me the fuck out. <laughs> and you know too much about scams. It does. And, but also, it's a little embarrassing that I'm like, I haven't been able to recover it. But it's literally because Elon Musk, this scam lawn musty, destabilized <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> Less than 24 hours before I got scammed. He's a disruptor, you know? He disrupted Twitter and its uh, services. <laughs> this shit was a mistake. And shout out to Stephen That's King for mistake. dragging him. He should, like, yeah. why are you gonna owe you? He paid over the price of what this company is valued for. And now he's trying to recoup the losses from people who have blue checks. Bro, Take my check away because the last thing I'm going to do is give money to a billionaire loser. No, we got to bully everybody who tries to pay for a blue check so this man gets no money from anyone. You're not getting a single solitary dime from me. So take my check away. I don't give a fuck. It doesn't even work because clearly I'm being scammed right now with that check. Take your check away from Jada. (laughs) Right, from Jada's bitch ass who got the fucking check anyway. Fuck you, Jada. Anyways, scammer of the week. So Detroit rapper... Samira Cream Morell 
He's of the rap group Deuces Wild. It's on the run from the U.S. Department of Justice after the group was charged in a multi-million dollar financial scheme. Okay, we got a rapper on the run. So both Samira and her musical partner, Noelle Brown, face up to a decade of prison after the U.S. Department of Treasury said they defrauded the IRS for over $5 million through an elaborate tax plot. I mean, defraud the IRS. Them niggas are robbers. Like, I get notifications, not even notifications, mail from the IRS talk about, you know, like, I've said this before. I'll say it again if you're new to the podcast. There are lobbyists who, like, purposely lobby for the IRS to never be fully funded so that they cannot audit the rich. So what they do is they go after the middle class. And depending on how much you pay, if you're in the upper middle class or whatever, if you pay a certain amount, they're like, oh, you got more? And they just start making up shit to charge you more money. I've gotten so many... I, oh, you owe this for payroll, bitch. For I don't have like at the time I didn't have any employees. What are you talking Go after about? Elon. Go after the billionaires. They can't because the billionaires will inundate them with paperwork. Billionaires can pull up yeah, with yeah, several yeah. U-Haul trucks of paperwork, and then it takes up their manpower. So instead of doing what they should do, they go after people that they're like, oh, well, we could put this person in jail much more easily. You can just exhaust them, mm-hmm. you know? And they don't yeah. they don't have the resources to inundate us with paperwork, so we'll take their money and more of their money and we'll make shit up. Because, like, what has IRS ever sent you a receipt talking about, oh, this is what you owe? You don't know. The IRS should know what we owe and then just tell us. They should know. They have all the paperwork. There's 300 million people in the U.S. Y'all don't know. And they have never known. <laughs> And then they're like, oh, they got money because they paid this amount. Let's go get some more. Like, bitch, I... Anyway, very ghetto. So I'm glad that they robbed the IRS. I'm already on their side. I'm glad that they're on the run. Keep running. (laughs) Keep running, y'all. Change them. Y'all already got rap names. Change them. Change them. Keep living. Put out a song. We run it from the IRS. Put out a song. Bitch, you know that we the best. Like, come on. (laughs) Give it to us. Okay, wildin' out. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I was at a 24 audition. I got I learned a lot of skills. <laughs> so the two of them filed multiple fraudulent tax returns for estates and trusts set up under businesses filed between 2013 and 2017 and submitted them using stolen identities. Amen. Love this for y'all. In total, they claimed withholdings and refunds of over $13.6 million, of which $5 million have been confirmed as fraud. So y'all couldn't even confirm the whole 13.6. They was like, let's just get a little five mil from them. Like whatever we can get. They both were arrested in July 2021, but released on bond shortly after love that noelle has been in regular contact with her attorney and the courts but samir has not been seen by anyone since july 2022 check your addicts folks <laughs> she might be somewhere <laughs> she making gin she writing books and lyrics change your locks no <laughs> i love this for them uh, stay gone stay missing girlies did you see, oh, I forget which country it was, but there was um, all these bank robberies that were happening and like people were cheering them on because they were like retaining the people's money. Like the banks refused to like allow people to take out their money. And so people were like robbing them and then other people would gather and like cheer for the robbers and then they would like get away. <laughs> that's what that's what sometimes it feels like, you know, like just keep Keep taking money from these corporations and these banks, man. Listen, fuck up. I cheer for grifters. The only reason that I'm not cheering for Jada's bitch ass is because she's taking advantage of followers of mine 
who yeah may not eat oh and uh what you're talking about in was lebanon. In lebanon it was in lebanon yeah yeah but the only reason i don't cheer for jada scamming me because i've been scammed many times i talk about that i'm not ashamed of being scammed it happens to everyone in some form or fashion especially if you live in this country you've already been scammed by the government but the reason i don't cheer for this is because you're taking advantage of people who i've earned their trust who may not have a lot of money and you're just trying to get a bag in a weirdo ass way like these like scam the irs scam yeah you know they're they're a whole scam like scam this is this is why like yeah this is like like the problem with like evangelicals is that they like scam like old people and stuff right they like take money from like people who don't have it mm-hmm. but it's like if you're gonna scam, scam fucking the walmart ceo you know? exactly. <laughs> like steal from a fucking company and like all of the anti-Semitism that Kanye stirred up, it, you know, it, someone made a good point on Twitter that was like, Jewish people have never tried to recruit. They don't do, you know, what Christians do. And I'm a Christian, so I'm going to say this. Like, they don't recruit people. They're not out here trying to spread a scam and they're definitely not the people who are in control of the media and other things. Because That's if they were, thinking. there wouldn't be so much rampant anti-Semitism. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, oh, like I had this tweet that was like, like Kanye is like, oh, the Jews are in charge of the media. And the media is like allowing him to speak. You know what I mean? I'm like, like, bitch, you're you still <laughs> talking. <laughs> you're still talking. He is truly like, I don't even talk about him. So I'm shocked that I even said that because I stopped talking about him a long time ago because yeah. he has been an embarrassment. He has been embarrassing for quite some time Dude. to black folks. And I'm glad they got his ass up out of here. And I really think, I know a lot of people are like, oh, you know, it's anti-black that y'all didn't get his ass up out of here for the things that he said about black people. But you have to remember when you are a black person, like people are like, oh, well, yeah, that's y'all business. Like they're not going to necessarily, you know what I mean? But then when he spread it out yeah. to everybody, you know. The All Falls Down music video hits totally different now. It's Bro. like him, Stacey Dash. <laughs> Stacy Dash, like, and now Candace Owens' grifting ass is his advisor yeah. and trying to get him to buy Parlor. I'm like, bro, she you're being like, robbed. You're such a dumbass. Like parroting everything she's saying and then blaming Jewish people for getting grifted. It's like she's grifting you in front of your face, bro. Like, what are you talking? She used about? to be a liberal. She used to be a liberal, and yeah, she, she was getting paid. no traction. And then decided to turn to the dark side of, like, wild-ass, you know, conservatism. Yeah. It used to be that if you was a Republican, you just didn't want to give your money to the government. I miss those days. I would have been a Republican. I'm tired of giving my money to the government. <laughs> but then it was like, oh, also racism and also QAnon and also, like, every horrible thing we can do to people, especially women. So then I was like, well... <laughs> Can't be bought. Women and people who have, you know the physical yeah reproduction system of women who may not consider themselves women they're just like whoever we can oppress who who has a uh, a reproductive system to have a baby so you know it's <laughs> it's very ghetto but guys that brings us to the end of a very fun episode i told you it'd be a long one because whenever we got somebody on here that i know <laughs> But, Pallavi, we always ask at the end of each episode, where would you like to be found? Um, I'm Pallavi Ganalan everywhere. P-A-L-L-A-V-I-G-U-N-A-L-A-N. I'm sure it'll be in the notes. Yes. And that'll be an easier way to find me. 
Um, but that's everywhere. And then I run my podcast, which is city council, but council is spelled C O U N S E L like counseling, like how men should get it. Yeah. And <laughs> it's about like, it's a lot of, you know, we, I rant about this, a lot of similar stuff. I think we have very like similar yeah. like perspectives. Um, but I talk about it in a more like political way. I talk a little bit more about like local politics and like just different stories from, across the states and across the world. Uh, so that is my podcast that I put out every week and I would love if you supported it and that would be amazing. Yes, and as always, snitch on your friends and family at scamgoddesspod at gmail.com just make, and your enemies. And just make sure the scam is retired so we don't fuck up your bag or fuck up your enemy's bag like Jada. I'm trying to fuck up her bag every day now. She's on, I'm literally <laughs> like Liam Neeson from Taken. I will be neck chopping on the internet for the rest of my days. But follow me at Diva Lacey. Please don't buy any computers from this bitch. And I will post a video saying that I have recovered the account when I have. But buy MacBooks from me. I'm selling it. (laughs) (laughs) Buy MacBooks from Paul of you, though. And and they will be signed. And and they will be $600. And they'll come. They'll come in the mail. (laughs) For sure. For sure. And I, I, I want to shout out one more congregant here at the end of the episode who really helped me out as well. Her name is Allison Mary J on Twitter. Follow her. She's very lovely. She also did some recon for me. And a lot of you did. Thank you guys for that. Um, and congregation, I love you. And, you know, stay scheming. <laughs> Damn goddess. This has been an Earwolf production in association with Team Coco. Scam Goddess stars and is hosted by me, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess. It's produced by Judith Cargbo, engineered by Ryan Connor and Abby Aguilar. Our researcher is Kaylin Brandt. Stay scheming. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. 